Oh, sorry. This is Bernice Harris. She's going to start it. Thank you. Because he is worthy to be praised. Amen. Now listen, this is a celebration. And I want to hear some noise in the house. We are here to celebrate five years of our pastor and family being here watching over you and I. Because you and I know we can be a mess. Amen. So it's going to take a lot of prayer. But I'm here to welcome you on the behalf of our pastor and our church. We welcome you in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray that your worshiping with us today will be pleasing to the Lord. Because we are here to magnify his name. We want God to have the glory during this celebration. We love you. We're so glad our family and friends are here. And a special welcome to our special guest today, who is our very own Brother David Brunel. We're so glad to have him here today. God bless you. Sit back and relax and enjoy, because we're in for a great time. Amen? Would you bow your heads with me? Gracious God, we're here today. We come just to say thank you for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us during these five years of celebration. We thank you, Lord, that you enable us to move about and have our being. We thank you, Lord, that you give us the strength to come out and give you glory and honor because it is due you. Lord, we thank you because you've been so good, not because of us, Lord Jesus, because of your mercy and your grace. You, you watched over us. You wake us up. You provide us with food, clothes, and shelter, and we thank you. Now, Lord, we ask that you bless this day. We pray that this will be the best celebration ever. We pray that lives will be changed and souls will be saved today. Lord, we ask that you bless the choir as they come and sing your Zion songs. Strengthen them, Lord. Strengthen their voices that they will have a sweet sound in your ear. And bless the one who is going to bring the message today. Touch him, Lord Jesus. Strengthen him that he might speak with power so everyone can hear. And Lord, last but not least, we thank you for the man of God that you have placed here. Bless him, Lord. Strengthen him. Give him the power to go on in spite of, because there are rough roads of his, and there are mountains to climb. But I know because of your grace and mercy, you will be with him. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. The choir.
chairs on the entry table if you want to do that. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention I'll be in trouble. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> she forgives me. Okay. Do you want to stand and worship with us if you can?
Okay, next is Christine and Virginia. They have some presentation of flowers. <clears throat> Looks like you're going to the prom, huh? And next we have Miss Wendy Morrow, or Mrs. Wendy Morrow, excuse me. She's going to do a tribute to our pastor's wife, Star. I know, Star just stayed back there. <laughs> Good morning. I need light. Today I'm honored and privileged to talk about my dear friend, Star. Most of you know her as a pastor's wife, but she's so much more to him. She's a sounding board for his sermons. She's his emotional support person. She's his best friend. She's his confidant. She is his soulmate. Sometimes she is his tech support on Tuesday evenings. <laughs> and she's the mother of his, three, of his children, just to mention a few things. There are also several other roles that she has. She is a mom of three amazing children, Ari 15, Julie 14, and Aiden 9. As you can see by these ages, she has her hands full just raising them, helping them with their schoolwork, acting, music, Bible teaching, and so much more. Sarah is also a talented writer. She journals every day. She belongs to a writer's club. She writes so much that she literally goes through a pen a week. <laughs> if you're here on Tuesday nights or in a Bible study with her, take note of her three-ring binder, highlighter, pens, pencils, and of course her Bibles in English and French. She's also a crafter. She makes amazing cards and I'm blessed every time I get one. She's a scrapbooker. She's very talented in this area and has lots of crafting supplies. If you don't believe me, just ask Pastor Ryan how many supplies she has. <laughs> the most important role she is to me though, is that she is my friend. She laughs with me, she cries with me, she checks on me when she doesn't hear from me. We share daily texts with each other. She's my confidant and I pray that I am hers too. One final thing that seals the bond between us, we're both excited on October 1st that that starts Christmas for us and we can't wait to put up our trees. <laughs> Love you, Star, and thank you for being my best friend. Okay. Now we have Raymond Mills. He's going to talk about the pastor and the teacher. Morning. Good morning, Pastor Ryan and First Lady. We're so glad that we are able to celebrate you here today. We are thankful that God sent you here to Laughlin Community Church. You came to us to preach the word of God, which you do so elegantly. Elegantly, excuse me. Preaching is primarily a mechanism 
that gears toward life change. And I must admit to you that you have changed my life and touched it as well. But of all the sermons you've preached to us since your arrival here in 2018, it's been your role as teacher that has lifted me the most. In your role as teacher, you've shared the knowledge, information, and instruction needed to understand what you preach. Our God has sent you to this place to lead us in this way, to teach us from his word. And we try hard to do our best. You're always willing to share a comforting thought and smile. We thank you, Pastor Ryan, for your ministry, your guidance, and your care. We humbly pray his greatest blessings for your life. Thank you for guiding this church of God. You are the light in the path of our salvation, and we love you and appreciate you. Thank you for making our faith in Christ grow. The level of your comprehension of the word and firm faith in Christ is what I've always revered. Thanks for all your sacrifice to make our church grow. I appreciate you for researching, preparing, and praying daily to convey this message of God to us as sheep. May you be nourished to do more in people's lives. Thank you for the people you have brought to Christ, for the disciples you have nurtured along the way. Thank you for ministering the love of God, not only with your words, but in your life. Thank you for helping the church grow in the love of God. May you continually experience and enjoy the grace of God in life and in ministry. You are our preacher, our teacher, and our friend. And for that, we appreciate you. God bless you and your family who unselfishly shares you with us. For all you do and all you give, I just cannot say it enough. We appreciate you. Amen. Okay, we have some special music today. Bernice's daughter's here from California, Jeanette. do it right. I pushed the button. Thank you. Hallelujah. It is truly, truly good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. And to Pastor Ryan and his family, to Laughlin Community Church, I thank you for allowing me to come to just give you a snippet of a song and to share my testimony on how truly God has been good to Jeanette. Hallelujah. And I just thank him. But first, let me put things in order. I give thanks to God. I honor him. 
I thank him for just life itself. I thank God for saving my soul. I thank God for healing my body. I thank God for that I don't live the way I used to live. I thank God for removing the cancer out of my body. I thank God that he rescued me from the pit of hell. I thank God that he's just God. I just thank God <laughs> that I know that God is real. Pastor Ryan, I heard a story last week that a little girl went to church with her grandmother and she came home, she was all excited, and she ran home and she started looking. And her mom said, girl, what are you looking for? She said, I'm looking at, I'm looking for Andy. And she goes, don't know Andy live here. And she was running, she was checking the closets and she says, oh my God, where's Andy? Where's Andy? And she said, dad, where's Andy? She said, there better not be no Andy in this house. And she goes, well, I went to church, daddy. And he said, Andy walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own. Where's he at? So I just want you to know that God is truly real and that God will walk with you if you allow him to. God will talk to you if you want him to. God is truly real. So I want to do a small song of that because God is truly, oh Lord. He's been so real in my life that the joy that I feel on the inside it just, it really bubbles over. It really bubbles over. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you really had to depend on God and knowing that if that bill didn't get paid, the light was going to be off, or, or, or if your child was in trouble, and you knew that it was God, you knew, you, you, turned, you probably turned around and said, you know what, it must be a God somewhere. Because only God could have done that thing. Only God could have healed your body. Only God. Only God. There are some things that I may not know. There are some places that I cannot go, but I am sure, I'm sure of this one thing, that God is real, for I can feel him in my soul, and I may not feel <laughs> Just how you felt when Jesus washed your sins away. But ever since that day, and ever since that hour, I can feel, I can feel his holy power. Yes, God is real. He's real in my soul. God is real. I got to change the key. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Because I can feel him in my soul. 
this song. Yes, God is real. He's real in my soul. God is real, for he has washed and he made me whole. God's love for me is better than pure gold. God is real, for I can feel him in my Bless you. Okay, David's going to be uh, talking today, so welcome back, David. Good morning. And welcome to Laughlin Community Church where we come to worship the Lord. Today is Pastor Appreciation Day. Some people have jobs. Some people have careers. But a pastor is a calling. It is a calling. Let me start off by saying what a blessing to our church for Pastor Ryan be an example of living a life of faith, not just here, but being a husband to Star and a father to Aria, Juliet, and Aiden. What is a pastor? The word, the word derives from the Latin noun, which means shepherd. It means shepherd or elder. To lead to pasture to cause to eat. Jesus said to Peter in John 21, verse 15 through 17, he said, tend my lambs. Shepherd my sheep. Tend my sheep. Now this is part of a rehab of, of Peter because he denied the Lord three times. But here we go. Jesus loved Peter, and he knew that he had plans for Peter. And he was going to make Peter a pastor. And though he denied the Lord, Peter was rehabbed at the, the Sea of Galilee. And he, he told him three times to counter those three denials. To tend my sheep. And that... We are sheep. Jesus says we are sheep. And I have a video here that gives you an idea of what a sheep is. A sheep is a dumb person. Okay? We need leadership. We need pastoring. We need somebody to tell us right from wrong, at least spiritually, because the world is dark. And we tend to wander like sheep. So whenever you're ready, it's only a short video. This man here is pulling a sheep out of a crevice, and he's using his belt. He's a shepherd, and he's pulling this thing, saving him out of a crevice. Look at what happens. 
Are you kidding? He pulls them out, goes right back to it. How embarrassing. Now, Acts, Acts 20, let's read this together. Be on guard for yourselves, for the the flock, that the Holy Spirit has appointed you as overseers to the shepherd, the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, meaning us. Now, he was, Paul was talking to the Ephesian elders. He didn't go to Ephesus. He was in Miletus, but he called the Ephesian elders to him because he didn't want to make a scene. He was just talking. It was like a staff meeting. And he was telling them, you're not going to see me again. But I'm warning you, this is what's going to happen after I leave, meaning after he dies. I know that after I depart, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves. This is not the outside world. This is from within the church. And remember what Peter also says later, judgment starts at the house of God. speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. So be on the alert. He's warning us. Jesus warns us. Be on the alert. Okay. There are churches out there that have Jesus' name in their title, but they're not Christian. We need to be alert. We need to be uh, spiritually attuned to what's going on. Jesus calls him, Jesus calls us sheep. He is the chief shepherd from 2 Peter 5.4. If we could get that one. 2 Peter 5.4. I'm sorry, 1 Peter 5.4. And when the chief shepherd, meaning Jesus, appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. You know what that means? That means a pastor is in line for a, a double crown of glory if he's faithful and so many pastors go so far and they can't finish the job they can't finish their calling but that's why we pray for our pastor because there's enormous burden on pastors today not just here but in kingman around the country everywhere Uh, it's it's not a it's not an easy undertaking but the crown of glory is waiting for pastors. Uh, Characteristics of sheep. Let's talk about sheep a little bit. One of the characteristics of sheep, number one, is sheep follow others blindly. Sheep have no sense of discernment. They have no sense of direction. They crave leadership. We need leadership. Sheep can't defend themselves. You know, we, that's why I'm talking about being alert, at least spiritually. Second Timothy 4.3 says, For the time will come when they will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires will multiply teachers for themselves. What's up with that? Because they have an itch to hear something new. 
So I've heard it said from people, well, the Bible's out of date. We don't need that anymore. That was okay 100 years ago, but that's, that's not true today. The pastor sticks to the word. The word is the anchor for our soul. We don't deviate. The word does not change. Jesus himself, one of the titles of Jesus, which are many, he is immutable. Also, he is omniscient. He knows the end from the beginning. He already wrote the book. He knows how things are gonna end. Revelation that hasn't happened yet, it's already happened for him. He's victorious. All we have to do is stick with him. Stick with the word. <sighs> Number two, sheep are emotional and recognize the shepherd's voice. And that, that's very true. They may not be the brightest or sharpest knife in the drawer, but we recognize his voice. That's from John 10, 27. Uh, number three, sheep are not to carry burdens. That's from Psalm 55, 22. Cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. You know, we're, as a body, we are not meant to go through life alone. Somebody once told me that living a Christian life isn't difficult. It's impossible. In other words, we can't do it by ourselves. That's why we have the Holy Spirit living within us. We pray every day to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Though we are sealed with the Holy Spirit forever, we are to ask the Father in Jesus' name to have the Holy Spirit fill us because otherwise we become distracted like the sheep. Matthew eleven twenty eight. do we have that? Okay. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Who's not weary and burdened in this room? I, I tell you, I am weary and burdened. <laughs> I will give you rest. All of you, take up my yoke, Jesus' yoke, and learn from me because I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for yourselves. You know, another thing I, I thought of too is uh, you could probably train a, a monkey to get in a Cessna and fly a plane from here to Yuma. Just line of sight. Just look out the window and follow the Colorado River down to Mexico. But you try that in Alaska. That, that's not gonna work, okay? Because it's cloudy and raining all the time. I flew to Alaska in the middle of July and that, that's what it was like. Rainy, foggy, couldn't see. You need an instrument rating to fly in Alaska. Guess what? We have an instrument rating. It's the Bible in your lap. If you try to do this on your own, you're gonna crash right into a mountain because there's no line of sight here. Life is much, much too complicated and difficult. Number four, sheep will settle for anything. They'll settle for less. In other words, they're content with filth. You used to have a dog that let her off the leash and she'd run around and, and, and find a dead fish and, and stink it up. 
so long as it's satisfied at the moment, we are content with filth and don't know we stink. Now, you've heard that put another way, but we're a mixed company. Okay. <laughs> Sheep will drink from a dirty puddle instead of searching for clean, still waters 10 feet away. The best is just a few feet away. <laughs> but the dirty water's right there. Well, that's convenient. We're lazy. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Who hasn't heard this? There is nothing I lack. He lets me lie down in green pastures. Not desert sand, green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. We are victims of myopia, or what I would call hood ornament mentality. When you drive a car, you can't just look at the star on the end of the hood. You can't just look at the cat, okay? You've got to look down the road. You just can't be looking at your ski tips. You have to scan. You have to look in the rear view mirror, the side view mirrors. Uh, you have to have some perspective and not just focus on one thing. In other words, take the blinders off. Number five, sheep are valuable. Back in the time when Jesus walked, they were considered prized possessions. They provided meat, milk, wool, and offspring. God sees us as priceless. How do we know? He sent his son to die for us. And not quickly either. He was tortured, he was made fun of, he was mocked. Uh, he was whipped. And then he was crucified, nailed to a cross. And, and he died for us to become the Lamb of God. A sheep. He became like us. He became lower than the angels, down to earth, because of his love. Because he knew, he looked upon us and he knew, you guys are hopeless. You are nothing without me. And Jesus is the one that instituted uh, the pastor office. He is our chief shepherd, like I mentioned before. And this is what Pastor Ryan is doing for us. So pastor appreciation is, is very, uh, very appropriate. Priceless. The Lamb of God from John 1.29. And then in Revelation 7, verses 17, if we have that. I'll just read it to you. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water. You know, you see this in John as well. He is uh, the, the lamb of, of living water, the fountain of springs of living water. That's from Revelation 7, 17. That's us, okay? That's the sheep. But what about what a pastor does? Sermons? Yeah. Yeah, we see, we hear the sermons. He provides care and counseling to church members. 
He assists those in crisis situations, officiates baptisms, weddings, memorials, collaborates with the choir to integrate music into the church service, attends social events, administrative duties. Oh, there's no end to that. Financial meetings. I know, because I've been in some of these. Evaluates staff uh, and evaluates ministry leaders. Sounds like a full-time job. Staff meetings to coordinate ministries. He visits the sick and he ensures the AC works. Okay? That's pretty big. He must be of strong character, impartial, communicate effectively, have compassion for struggles and concerns of members, sober note, an average senior pastor lasts about four years. Okay. Pastor Ryan's been with us for what? Over seven? Five? Five years? Okay, that's more than four. Forty <laughs> percent of pastors have considered leaving in the past 12 months, according to the Barna Group. It's a lonely, thankless calling. We have the authority to bless the pastor. Did you know that? We're not pastors ourselves, but according to 1 Peter 2.5 and 1 Peter 2.9, we, unlike the Old Testament saints, we are a holy royal priesthood. We've been elevated. We got the promotion over the Old Testament saints. And so in that, uh, I would like to, to read 1 Peter 2.5, we are like living stones being built up as a spiritual house, a royal priesthood, to offer spiritual sac sacrifices acceptable to God, that we are a royal chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. That's us. He's talking about us, Church of God, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness. He has called us out of darkness. All you have to do is look out. All you have to do is turn on the news. You see how dark things have gotten, not 10 years ago, a few weeks ago, how things have gone downhill rapidly, out of darkness into his marvelous light. If you study John at all, it's, it revolves around John's, or Jesus, seven I am statements. He declares himself the bread of life. He declares himself the light of the world. And this is what we're talking about here in 1 Peter 2.5 and, and 2.9. So with that, I'm asking you to face Pastor Ryan and we'll bless him right now as I, as I conclude this. This is from, uh, this may be familiar, but if you don't know the scripture, it is Numbers 6.24. The one he uses in his bare feet sometimes to bless us. So if you're ready, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you.
Now is a time of invitation as the worship team comes up. This is a chance for you to uh, declare that you want to be saved and accept Jesus as your savior. If you want to become a member of this church, if you want to be baptized, there's forms to fill out. This is just, just your time to thank Jesus for what he's done for us, our awesome Lord and Savior.
seated for a few moments. Pastor, you can stay where you're at. This is a special time of uh, Miss Bernice. That's that time. See? It says special gifts. Come on down. the cowboy pastor. <laughs> okay, this is just about ends our service, but Pastor Ryan is going to come on up and he's going to uh, do that and do that. <laughs> All right. I tell you, I always get embarrassed at these things. <laughs> you guys are such a blessing. You guys warm my heart. Today was so special for me. 
I'm thankful for every one of you guys. You're amazing. I couldn't ask for a better congregation than you guys. Bless my heart. And uh, every time I'm feeling down, one of you pops in. And you guys just are, are so open to prayer and so open to God's word that it's just amazing. You guys are, man, I'm going to cry right here. You guys are amazing. I'm so thankful for you. Um, um, yeah. Um, And uh, I know that we're going to celebrate the rest of the year together. It's a wonderful blessing. It's just uh, we're, we're moving in God's word. We're growing. We're uh, taking those next steps, which is even more important than numbers. It's just following after God, and that's the blessing. Just what a blessing. All right. Um, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. And then we're going to go to the park. Eat some food. Father God, I pray that God that you bless this, your children. Lord, they have been a blessing to me. Pour out your blessing upon them. Let your face shine upon them. As they move forward in you, help them to be the servant.